come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Happens every Saturday night right here on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podcast Addict, and more. If you found us on one of those fine repositories of internet radio, you should give us a like or subscribe or give us a review. We love that kind of stuff. Yeah, fire away. Yeah. (laughs) With your reviews and whatnot. Uh, So what we do here is uh, every week we watch a movie that's chosen round robin by one of the internet radio superstars. Sean. Michaela. Holly. And I'm Colin. You confused me. I was like, wait, are we talking, are we talking to Holly? Are you going to me? Okay. And uh, I was ready, damn it. Well, to, so what we're going to do, in case this is your first rodeo, we're going to talk about the movie for a little bit, and then uh, we're going to do some mail. And we hope that you will write into us on uh, Facebook. Please. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. On Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. Uh, by email. Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. Or on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show. And then after that, we're going to go around the table and give reviews of the movie. So stick with us all the way through. Tonight's movie was chosen by... Holly! Me! Holly, what did we watch tonight? Tonight we watched Dead Alive, or for you New Zealanders, we watched Brain Dead. I hope there's New Zealanders watching. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> the Kiwis. The Kiwis. I think it might be known as Brain Dead everywhere outside of the United yeah. States. Yeah, there was um, there was another film called Dead Alive. Uh, Brain Dead. Uh, yeah, sorry, Bill, sorry. Bill Pullman in it, I think. Sorry, there was another film called oh. Brain Dead um, being made around the same time, and so they changed it to um, to Dead Alive, and then they said it just needed to be Dead Alive in the U.S. Everywhere else, it could be Brain Dead. Isn't there also like a Japanese like? video game martial arts movie called Dead Alive, though. Dead yes. or Alive. Is it Dead yeah. or Alive? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's still close. Close yeah. enough. Yep. I think there's a, there's also a, like a mini-series called Dead Alive. There's there's a lot of close well, They're two very... Yeah. It's dead. It's alive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it pops yeah. up. <laughs> titles or things every now and again, so... Did we hit what year this came at us from? Uh, New Zealand 93 and then US 90... Or New Zealand 92 and then US 93. And it's directed by... Peter Jackson. Who's he? Um, well, <laughs> you might know him from a little movie called Frighteners. Yep. Meet mm-hmm. the Feebles. Meet the Feebles. <laughs> Bad taste. Bad taste. Bad taste. Um, some of you, a select few, might know him the from <laughs> The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings. Okay, The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> or The Lovely Bones. Or The, or the Lovely, Lovely Bones. Bones. Yes. What a King, King Kong movie. Kong. King Kong. Yeah. King also Kong. a shit movie. Yeah. yeah. And a very few of you from a movie called Heavenly Creatures. Yeah, that's right. I've not seen Heavenly Creatures. I I dig it. You know, it's got its problems, but I dig it. Well, there's an evolution to Peter Jackson that I guess maybe we should talk about here. I mean, out really bad. Have we done Peter Jackson movies before? We did the Frighteners. We did the Frighteners, Mm -hmm. which came after this. But I mean, like, there's a time like uh, his first three movies, at least that I know of, unless he did something before Bad Taste. Right? Mm. No, I think think he might have done work on a show, but no, Bad Taste was his first film. And Bad Taste is like a comedy UFO splatter movie. It's very weird. Mm -hmm. You said a bunch of words that I like. You might (laughs) like Bad Taste. Like, just look at the cover of Bad Taste, you'll get a good sense for the weirdness. But again, I saw the cover and I was like, yeah. I think I saw That's, it a very long time ago because mm-hmm. I mean I'd seen Dead Alive and then had to see the other stuff that he'd made mm-hmm. prior to that. Uh, Meet the Feebles is interesting. 
To say the least, yeah. It's, oh, it's an odd... right, right, right. Yeah, okay, I took that back. I don't want to see bad taste. Meet the Feebles, <laughs> Meet the Feebles is often described as the Muppets on acid. Yeah, mm. it's a, there's a lot of puppets. He liked, yeah. a, he, yeah. he he liked did, his puppets. He did, didn't he? He did. He's very... Uh, Puppetry. Yeah. Yeah. Puppetry. Yeah, it treated them like they were real people behind scenes of something like the Muppet Show and like all the infighting and affairs and all that where they were going on with... Uh, these Muppet characters, which they was just perverse because sh- they were Muppets. Right. They made a show like that on Fox, kind of, like years ago. It had Sarah Silverman in it. I think Seth Green voiced a bunny. Oh, yeah? Weird. Yeah. The fuck are you talking about? Oh, this, this <laughs> yeah. existed. I this something only you remember, like, Sean. It was like they did a TV show. Did you work for Fox at this time, Sean? Mm-hmm. No. no. <laughs> they did a He's TV show. He's still pushing that old right. content. Right. He's like, come on, you can find it online at fox.com. <laughs> But the whole thing was like the the puppets did their own TV show, and this was the behind the scenes of that. And they were just like you know, hand up the ass puppets. <laughs> I like that you're minding this right now. Yeah, right, this is, this, just this in case we guys. don't know. This is yeah. why this yeah. needs but, to be a you know, TV show, yeah. right? But it was like they were real, like they were employed on a show. Sean's where they waving his hand out. around. Yeah. I gesticulate well, when I talk. You people like will I never know. know. What he's talking about everyone. Yeah. Greg, Greg the Bunny. Is it, oh, Greg that sounds familiar. Yeah, okay, okay. Greg the yeah, Bunny yeah, yeah. was the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sarah Silverman was in it. I think Breck and Meyer was in it as well. Fucking re- any... ripped off Meet the Feet. I guess so. Let us know yeah. if there's any Greg the Bunny fans. Yeah. Yeah. Let, yeah. Have you seen Greg the Bunny? <laughs> Do you remember this show? So I don't want to feel No, I just don't want to feel like I'm imagining this in my head. Yeah, no, I remember like something <laughs> called Greg the Bunny. Yeah, I think with it was Seth Greg Green the Bunny. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, um, I mean, okay, so is there a distinct, I mean, maybe this is what I'm getting at. There's a distinct uh, difference between the, I would say the the Frighteners is the dividing line, dividing line between current era Peter Jackson yeah. and pre-era mm-hmm. Peter Jackson. I mean, do you I mean see, to the fact yeah. that I, I think it starts with Heavenly, Heavenly Creatures, creatures and well. like really, but really at yeah, full force at Frighteners. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Creatures is definitely a departure from these three, those yeah. three mo- movies we just right. mentioned. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. Heavenly Creatures, the step over towards drama. Heavenly yeah. Creatures drama and fantasy wanted, and all that. When he wanted to be taken more seriously. And break yeah. into the mainstream, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. there's... Because well, yeah. if they had seen... Meet the Feebles and or a bad Dead taste. They would have been like, no, this guy is not going anywhere near Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I mean, not going to. Yeah, happen. that's, that's what I said like, when we watch Frighteners. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like who wanted this guy to do the Lord of the Rings yeah. movies? I know it was like a passion project of his. Yeah, yeah, it was. And this was all basically like all these films were, I suppose, in some way, like him trying to create some type of demo reel so he could convince somebody to let him do Lord of the Rings. And later on, that's King Kong, because well, this movie starts of, out on Skull Island. That's kind of the thing about Peter. Jackson is all of his projects kind of seem like passion projects mm-hmm. in some form. Mm-hmm. Like this, he really got out that need for gore and puppetry and, and meet the feebles. And then um, he always, like you said, he always wanted to do King Kong. He was a huge King Kong fan and we see um, nods to that in this. There's actually a guy in this movie, I don't remember who it is. He was in the 1976 six, eight, whatever, Six version of King Kong. Like mm. he, he has several nods to King Kong in this. Um, so yeah, and then Lord of the Rings as well. I think there's a lot of um, lead up to passion projects in all of his work. That's pretty awesome though. Like, could you imagine like not only do you to direct movies, but almost every movie you make is something you've always wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. who else gets to do that? Yeah, you know, that's looking, pretty awesome. His filmography. And I was thinking, I was like, man, this guy, he just does what he wants. Yeah. Like, that's, that's awesome. Kind of awesome. That may not end up great, but he does what he wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like props for that, man. That's kind of, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I think the closest he came to like a studio film was probably The Frighteners, right? Because that started. Yeah, maybe Lovely Bones. 
Well, I mean, that was later. Earlier yeah. on. Yeah. But early even, on, but even that was yeah, something I that think. he wanted to do, Frighteners. if I'm correct. The Frighteners started off as a Tales from the... Like, it was going to be the third Tales from the Crypt movie. Right. Yeah, it was going to be directed by Robert Zemeckis, from what I remember. And then they handed it off to Peter Jackson because of, you know, the stuff that he'd done. Yeah. Probably it's like, okay, you've proved that you can do, you know, you have a sensibility for gory comedy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. horror. And then you've also got, you know, the dramatic stakes of, you know, the... The Heavenly Creatures filmmaker. Right. We want to see none of that come through in this movie called The Frighteners. So where did Peter Jackson, like, uh, develop his... Well, I guess it's because maybe what you're saying, that he is able to do anything that he wants and built this cachet over time that, like, nobody tells him no. Essentially. Yeah, we were uh, were talking off mic that... um, he doesn't embrace the editing process ever. Yeah. No. And that is evident by the fact that there are three Hobbit films made out of a 300-page book. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I think when we watch The Frankenstein, we're just like, editors are not his friend. No. He, at all. He doesn't know what that is. Way too long. And mm-hmm. I'm surprised. I mean, we like you said, there's apparently longer cuts of this movie available out there. Or hard to find, yeah, but they exist. They're not They're not much shorter. Mm-hmm. It, it was only shot. It was only shorter for, radio, for um, like... Um, yeah, the, yeah, the content. Rain. Content. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, but his nothing was cut from his version. Like mm-hmm. ev- like he everything that he put down on paper was in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then somewhere along the line, it's like I, I mean, the downside to his, you know, to the the lack of appreciating his editor is that we have these movies that just kind of run on and on and on yeah. and on. Yeah. As seen by everything I think frighteners forward, although personally I don't mind the Lord of the Rings even in their extended cuts, but like, you know, King Kong goes on forever. No, the Hobbit movie. goes on mm-hmm. forever. Wow. Frighteners goes on forever. Mhm. But the the flip side of that, like if we try to see the good end of this, is like, well, here's a guy who creates like these worlds completely and is able to like do every like if you are a fan of The Hobbit, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume that you know and you want to be in all this fantasy stuff. That this is like you just get you know it's like a mini series basically mm-hmm. where you get to live in Middle Earth and you're like, yeah. just give me more, yeah. give me more. You're channeling Tom right now. Yeah, was that a pretty good? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it, it, like, it felt like through. Tom. It came through. I got it. It's like, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, OG Tom OG from the Tom. early days of the Saturday Night Freak Show. I know he was one of those people. Yeah, <laughs> Rain of Fire scale. He was one of those people who loved the 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 fantasy of the Lord of the Rings movies so much that like you could not give him enough Hobbit. No, just let him just. Swimming it. See, I went into it feeling that way until I actually saw the Hobbit movies, and then they were not even... They were unrecognizable compared to the Lord of the Rings movies. So mm-hmm. they're just that such is a true. I mean, I, I different... do enjoy the Hobbit just for that reason. Like I've always loved the Hobbit, mm-hmm. um, but I can appreciate that they are too long. There's too much content. It could have been one movie. Yeah, easily. there's like, no I'm reason for it to be that. three movies. I never, uh, yeah. I never bothered. I like the Lord of the Rings movies. You never mm-hmm. watched the Hobbit? I never just, watched the just Hobbit. Just to see it? Nope. Wow. Nope. You got the Rankin Bass cartoon, doesn't like an hour and 15 minutes sure. or something like that. Yeah, I don't go back and revisit that because fantasy's not but specifically my thing. I'm like, well, yeah, sure. But smart. Well, how long are those movies? Oh. They're on, three are hours they? each. I yeah. Think. yeah. They're, they're yeah, over two hours. I mean, at, I'm at like, least. I like Martin Freeman. and Yes, I love Martin Freeman. But it's not, I just, no. Especially based on what everybody else is saying about it, like. Well, is, we knew it, it was going to be too long. He made yeah. it the three movies, and then even I know I'm just like, that's too long, dude. It is not recognizable as the same universe. It really nah. isn't. Because, you know, there's no practical effects. It's all green screen and CGI. There's, I've seen you know, a few it things. I'm just like, it looks Ugh. like a bad video game. The whole movie really looks do. like a bad yeah, video game. Yeah. People, that's all I heard. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go into that. 
Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Like what can happen within like a ten year span? Right. I mean, like you know, where you would have best picture guys winners who are, here and director yeah. winners. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he is the best for Return of the King, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. for Return best of the King, picture. best picture that won eleven Oscars. Oscars. Yeah, that movie won eleven awesome. Oscars. Yeah, movie. And it's, have you guys ever seen that side by side of like Ian McKellen um, as Gandalf in one of the, I think it's in Return of the King, but I'm not entirely sure. And then a side by side of him in The Hobbit it's mm-hmm. both inside Bilbo's house and the first image from uh, it might have been The Fellowship actually um, it's all complete practical set and they're doing the forced perspective with mm-hmm. him and then in The Hobbit it's literally just Ian McKellen sitting at a green table and a green chair in a green room mm-hmm. and that's yeah, the difference much. that happened between those two franchises that's the, that's the one that I believe it's, he's quoted saying I didn't he started crying. crying he's like this is not what I wanted to do movies for yeah he said I didn't he get into really acting upset. to do this yeah, yeah. Damn. He said, I, "Like they literally have him looking at like a tennis ball and a stick too in that yeah. scene." And Which he's just, nowadays is pretty common. I know they do that with sure, all the Avenger but movies, that's, but like, but that, look, but look where you he don't came do that from. To Surrey and McKellen did it. Yeah, look where he came from. With I mean, yeah. look at the practicals and yeah. this and everything. And yeah, and I know. What he did like he, I'm it's, sure he so was like excited through, having to do amazing. that through yeah. Peter Jackson's career. You can like chart the yeah. you know I mean just with this one guy. I mean yeah. you can do it with other guys too, but like. The evolution of visual effects, or, yeah. you know, at least from where we were in the 19, late 1980s and doing stuff with practical effects where you had to use this is, I think, like what, you know, and maybe this will be like the ode to practical effects episode. But the, uh, <laughs> it might be. the, the idea that, you know, like if you had a, uh, uh, a concept in your head that you're like, I want to try and pull this off. And you did, you couldn't rely on the computer, you know, like green screen composites and all this stuff. You had to actually figure out like, how can I get this through the camera? Mm-hmm. You know, like through what method? And so you end up watching, I think, what's the equivalent of like a magic show. Yeah. You know, especially in this, it's like you're just watching like illusion after illusion after illusion, you know, happening right in front of your uh, in front of your face. Yeah. Which is impressive, Mm -hmm. which now it's like, I mean, I suppose you're still watching illusions, but it doesn't have the same, at least to me. I mean, all you guys are nodding kind of in agreement. Yeah, for sure. There's some there's a sense of like we're kind of like movie romantics. We, We need that. That practical, that tangible yeah. effect, because like you said, if, it you, is real in one sense or the other. Mm-hmm. Very much touch that. Like if you if, back to Lord of the Rings, if you look at like the main orc or orakai, whichever it was, mm-hmm. I remember in uh, Lord of the Rings as opposed to the Hobbit, it's 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 heartbreaking, right? It, like you said, it looks like a video game. Mm-hmm. Well, and just then, just the standard makeup, like that much, can ruin an entire movie if it's did, not done right. Now he did jump into this late, didn't he? Wasn't uh, Guillermo Guillermo del Toro? Yes. Toro yeah. yeah, nobody can say that. Does his like, does no. his classic thing of getting attached to a movie and then running away from it? You mean yeah. like he's you know like he does with you know how many times he guys oh, yeah. guys take a <laughs> shot for every time you hear Del Toro's attached to a movie oh, project, it never it's never going to come through. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah. But, you know? Kind of just did like, well, Peter Jackson will come do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sh- I guess. I mean, maybe part of the problem was that he didn't have like the he pre-production time the, to get into that. He didn't have the prep time. That's yeah. it. Yeah. He didn't have the prep time. Well, and he didn't want to do it either. No, he, he publicly that. said he didn't want to do it. But yeah. and with and with the orcs too, and like the in in the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, Peter Jackson had every single orc in that movie had a backstory and yep. had armor built specifically to their backstory. Yeah, it was that is not carried over in the Hobbit at all. Yeah, it was actually like it's the Citizen Kane of fantasy movies. That's when you come to whether it's a movie or a film, like the artistic sense. There's no artistic sense. I mean, not none. I mean, I couldn't do I couldn't do the Hobbit. 
it's, it. Yeah, because but, it's the same. It's Weta and Richard. Uh, oh God, what's his name? The guy who did the makeup effects even for this and Taylor, Richard, Richard Taylor, Taylor. Yeah. yeah, still doing the same the effects for Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he has but, he had his A team for all of his movies. I remember like Peter Jackson's like going into Lord of the Rings was like we're gonna take our cameras back in time to Middle Earth and actually like we're gonna film it like it's a real thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that all is it gone shows. by the time you get to you know twenty. Eleven, whenever the hell the mm-hmm. Hobbit movies come around, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so maybe yeah. we should talk a little bit about this film. Tell I mean, us. it's gonna it's gonna overlap. <laughs> yeah, we'll sure. come back to it. It's Peter Jackson. It's what you do. So in 1992, Peter Jackson made this movie called Dead Alive, which is kind of, I mean. It's something also, and this is a, another thing I think that's missing from movies now is the 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 absolute sp- the splatter movie, yeah, mm-hmm. right, Splat test. where he said, I mean, this is in the years of you know these practical effects splatter movies, like you know, and for some reason I'm saying the Blob first, but you know, uh, Evil Dead, right, specifically right. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead Two, mm-hmm. and you know these Nightmare on Elm Street movies that would do you know these imaginative, gigantic, puppeteered, mm-hmm. animatronic, you know. Uh, creature things, and he said, "I want to make the goriest movie of all time, <laughs> yeah. and plant a flag." Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this is just going to be the most gory thing that you've ever seen in your life. Ugh. I mean, just to have that as like your ambition, yeah, right? <laughs> just be like, this is yeah, especially so <laughs> early on in your career, yeah. you know, to like, damn, dude. But that's I cool. Just, I want, this, yeah. I just want this movie cool. to drip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We want it to ooze. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Ugh, God. Just alone. Yeah. Just the, like, whatever sound effects they were using. Yeah. Fully like, artist. I'm not Come even on, man. about, like, scenes where they're, like, ripping zombies apart. No, like, when he's a cleaning dude his... eating pudding. Yeah. Was disgusting. When he's cleaning his <laughs> mom's arm. trying to clean his mom's arm ah! and he keeps, like, touching it. Oh, no. The, 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 the sound is what gets sound. me. They, that come out with the visuals were just like... Yeah. Yeah, 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 the yeah. the wet mouth noises yeah. in this movie oh, were nope. yeah no the, no, the way that guy ate great. pudding was disgusting yeah. it's disgusting, <laughs> it's disgusting. It's just, uh, uh, I couldn't look at it yeah uh. I know and he That's did that he did that thing too where he hit the spoon on his teeth yes. yeah. that yeah. just like <laughs> makes me where, cringe when it rubs past his lip yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> This is all great stuff. It is. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm like it, it, No, it's great. It made us all have a visceral experience, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he can pull that off with the dude eating pudding. Yeah. Like, how, I don't know how long I've been watching movies with Sean, but I think this is the first time I heard him go, ugh. Uh, <laughs> I can take most anything. It's, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ironically, it's not the stuff like you were saying of people being ripped apart. Nah, it's the pudding. Exactly. Like, you know, that's fine. That's why I, you know, I was thinking like there's a, a character that is later has a people zombie. People bother me, not zombies. And, yes. Yeah, but the 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 character, the uncle, less uh-huh. he captures a zombie at one point, and instead of you know killing the thing, uh-huh. he gets a pair of pliers and starts pulling the individual teeth out of yeah. its yeah. mouth, yeah. and I'm like. This is just part of Peter Jackson's imagination. Yes. Where like, he has to fit these, you know, like the uh, eating the pudding, mm-hmm. you know, poking the, the boil on the yes. arm of the pustule, yeah. you know, having it burst, you know, pulling teeth out, yeah. like all these you know, little things yes. that are like, yeah. Exactly. That's it's, it's what he wants you to feel. Yeah. He knows what he's doing in that regard. Yeah. It's like Jim Carrey pushing on his crawl. eyeball. Oh, yeah, he knows those little things that just get to you. He's actual like, he's going to give you the splatter of zombies, effects. but just yeah. actual things are just like, <laughs> yeah. But it's a, uh, it's, I mean, 
the I guess it's you know it's coming back to the like imagination that you have to have you know and how a to pull this stuff off yeah. is one thing, mm-hmm. but to come up with the amount of scenes and little individual bits of business Mm -hmm. that all involve, you know, bodily dismemberment and fluids flying all over the place and people coming apart or being taken apart. Things are squirting. Now, okay, so but if you, <laughs> That's an if understatement. You, if you were to do, okay, so you want to be the goriest movie of all time, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to do a horror film. So if you make something that's really dark and scary, right? You would end up maybe somewhere in the area of like the modern, re- the Evil Dead remake. Evil Dead, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's what I was thinking when we were watching it. I was kind of comparing it to that because like that's the most recent thing I've seen that's like on par with right. goriness to this movie everything's spraying at you like yeah, yeah that movie it literally yeah. literally yeah. rains <laughs> like, blood like, yeah blood but even everywhere. still like the littlest cut in that movie is like gallons yeah. of blood just that, yeah. yeah but just, mm-hmm. I, I mean we don't get you don't get theater experiences like that right. ever right. anymore right. so like you gotta take them where you can get them but you also find yourself like this is where it comes down on like you're on one side of this the the gore explosion or the other there are people who cannot take this kind of stuff yeah and you find out it's fun quick. to be in the theater with yeah. those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you find out pretty quick, like which you know who among you is not uh, not like you, uh, mm-hmm. because you I are re- different. I remember <laughs> watching Dead Alive at a uh, video store. Like this is back when you know in cool video stores, so you could actually watch, watch this in the, the store. Vi- oh yeah, yeah, we did all sorts of crazy well, things. Okay, but uh, there was this woman who worked at the store next door. It was like a fabric store. She came over and be like, she came over and was like just offended <laughs> watching this but this i guess brings me to my point it's like you can do gore in one way where you know it's uh supposed to be scary although even the evil oh. dead move remake is ridiculous yes where we sit there going like that's fucking awesome this is cool and you throw up the metal horns you know throw up the horns uh but if you temper it with humor mm-hmm. right exactly it's, it's like more digestible goofy, goofy yeah. humor if it's ridiculous if it's if it's outrageous if and it makes you laugh running on it blood makes it okay. for a minute <laughs> yeah it tempers it a no, little if, bit yes if this movie had a serious tone i don't think i'd handle it no so no you get away with a lot yeah. more if you're just like it's funny yeah yeah it's outrageous but this is, it doesn't even have just a little sense of humor. I mean, I would almost say that this is a flat-out comedy. It this is, is yeah, not a, yeah, not a sure. horror movie. No, yeah. you see the way they were looking at each other when she's like, like, you want to go to the zoo? He's like... Yeah. 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 The, oh. the side eye. Yeah. That's yeah. great. <laughs> so everything's kind of played up almost like... I mean, I, I'm saying like a Looney Tunes cartoon, but maybe that's not entirely No, that fair. is accurate. The think about that scene where he's running on blood. That. That's like yeah. straight yeah. up... Yeah. The Wiley Wiley Coyote. Coyote. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, even the way he shoots earlier scenes where there's not like, like I said, where it is just two people interacting, but he shoot the, the close ups he shoots in and um, like the quick movements up to faces mm-hmm. and everything. It's it's very cartoonish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think I saw someone online said it was splat stick humor. Splat stick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo to you, sir. <laughs> yeah. You are the one who have coined that phrase. Oh, they Bravo. were using that way. Yeah. Well, splat <laughs> but we just haven't, you know, done anything like this. Right. Yeah. Well, right? yeah. Well, we're gonna Slither, maybe, you know, I mean, maybe. Sh- I mean, Shaun of the Dead's not nearly as gory, but it's it's got a similar yeah, type of true. humor. Right. It's got. Yeah. It's in there. Which yeah. is actually how I learned about this movie, because I'm a huge fan of Shaun of the Dead. And this was the biggest influence on that movie was mm-hmm. Dead Alive. 
I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're within that area. Mm-hmm. Did you hear or have you seen a movie recently called The Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse? Yeah. Did you see it? I've heard of it. I haven't no, seen it. Yeah, no, I didn't see it, but I've heard of it. And I saw nope. the trailer. It looked pretty funny. I think it's, you know, kind of in this in the, in the similar vein, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But nobody saw it. It just got buried. And I mean, it's not as good as sure. you know this movie, obviously. But it was kind of, I think, trying to do that. The gross out comedy mm-hmm. splatter splat stick movie. Mm-hmm. I was I don't remember it too much as far as splatter wise. Zombieland was that splattery? Not it had a really over like, the top cold open. Remember yeah, that like remember title the, sequence the was like, like that felt very yeah. splattery and kind yeah. of, of that where it's just like yeah. let's yeah. get it all out there and just yeah. yeah Zombieland. It's, I don't know if it carried that thread throughout the movie, but kinda, that, not really. That beginning yeah. always like that. Be- if nothing else, that title sequence feels yeah. a part of that. Mm-hmm. It, it's, just out there and ridiculous and just grossness everywhere. Yeah, it's kind of along the same line, but it it had a slightly different feel to it. Well, there's like, there's the horror comedy where it's like, like I'd say like Night of the Creeps, right? Right. Which we Mm -hmm. watched on this show. That's like, it's a horror movie, but it has like this sense of humor about everything it does. So you can't really take it seriously and Mm -hmm. that makes it fun to watch it. Whereas Dead Alive's tone is comedy. Oh, yeah. With the imagery of like horror, right? Mm -hmm. Or the situations Mm -hmm. of horror. Yeah. But without, I mean, it's obviously not trying to be scary. But that's why I'm like, no, there's a giant you... tit monster at the end of this movie. Yeah, I don't think right. it's yeah, to... yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I don't understand. Maybe this is me. I mean, like, you know, you try to put yourself in other people's shoes, but I don't understand how you can take this seriously and be offended at the gore in this movie because it is literally, I mean, you know. People get upset by violence if, mm-hmm. uh, you know, somehow, you know, some kid's going to see this and go try to duplicate it. Or it's, you know, you're seeing people get hurt, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're living vicariously uh, a watching people get hurt. attacked his fellow students with a lawnmower this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I think... Well, I, go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, it depends on what you're... Lo- are you looking at it as people who... Oh, are okay with gore in general and get offended by it, or people who just don't like gore at all? Because I can understand if people just don't want to see anything gory. I, I mean, it's just my, the, my parents, the for example, violence realm. Yeah, well, and you got to remember too, it's a uh, like, it's largely a generational thing. Exactly. Um, yeah. you know, people that grew up, you know, in the fifties and sixties were not exposed to anything like this. Yeah. They had a very, you know, my narrow, parents, narrow entertainment window. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No, I've told this story to you guys a million times, but like, my mom did tried to like bond with me over watching No Country for Old Men, and as soon as, <laughs> the, as soon as he strangles the guy with the handcuffs, so two seconds into the movie, she was like, I can't watch this. Like, she could not handle that. Like. I had so, the exact same experience. Yeah. I was like, oh, my parents will like this movie. Yeah. No, they did not. Yeah. Like, they so not. they're just not used to seeing <laughs> things like that. So to see something so over the top seems like pornographic oh, to them. My, yeah. Yeah. I think my parents are different then because they. They are. You're, <laughs> yeah, I've they, met your parents. My, my they parents are different. Are different. <laughs> they like this stuff. My dad, especially. Oh. <laughs> my dad is like, is proto me. So he likes all this stuff and then he <laughs> passed it on to me. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> so I never had that experience. Yeah. My yeah. parents are pretty down. Yeah. yeah, my parents would be horrified that I like this movie. Yeah, same <laughs> here. Same here. They'd be like, "Oh, like Michaela, there oh, yeah. she goes." Yeah. Man. My dad'd be like, "That's yeah. wild." <laughs> my mom would be like, "Ugh, really? What yeah. is this?" Yeah. But she would like laugh at it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She oh, would, yeah, so I, she would at least still get that right. it's you know not. A no, no, she wouldn't be like, "All right, I get the joke, but it's still disgusting. I don't want to watch it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but offended. bring it back. It is. I think it is a generational thing. Yeah, for sure. 
We, we have we have access to the internet. We're exposed to horrifying things at, at the click of a button at this yeah. point, you know. Mm-hmm. So well, and here at the table, we gravitate toward this stuff anyway. Yeah, exactly. Seen, you know, all manner of stuff. So you know, this is you know, and this is one of the things where I you know suppose like you are kind of looking for the uh, the the pinnacle of. Much like Peter Jackson, right? He's like, if I'm going to go there, there's people, there are, there's a, a following that will follow me up the mountain. Right. Yep. <laughs> right. Yes, yep. we will. The, uh, you know, the We'll help you stick that door. flag down yeah. on that mountain, man. Mm-hmm. Is it the goriest movie ever made? I it's so. up there. It's, it's up the there. It's hands on the goriest movie I've ever seen. I think e- the Evil Dead remake is pretty close second. It's pretty. It's the most disgusting movie I've ever seen. Yeah. The it's one? the most gross this, out this one. one. This one is the most disgusting movie. Yeah. Now, when you say that, unpack that, sir. What are we talking, well, I'm beyond talking about? Beyond the pudding and the beyond the pudding, I, I think just like I said, it's just a it's the drippiness of it. It's just like just and it gets so creative with it. It like, does. It gets it's so creative with it. in the way where it's just like not not that I am disgusted by it. You know what I mean? It's not a negative term when I say disgusting. It's just like it's just. It's it's this movie. If I felt like I came out of this movie covered in yeah in, yeah. Like, in gross like you stuff, you feel like you need a like, shower. I, yeah, I feel <laughs> disgusting. After and it, came it out is of this. relentless. Like oh, it, yeah. once yeah. it starts, it does not let up. It is just yes. and like, like we said, editing. There's no editing. It yeah. just goes on and on and on and on and on. And we and get in the last twenty minutes. It's yeah. just like yeah finish line yeah mm-hmm. everybody hop on the lawnmower let's yeah. go yeah. were you surprised on this rewatch well some of you so sean you hadn't seen the whole i thing hadn't seen the whole thing now before tonight no mikhail and holly and i have seen it before were you surprised on the rewatch that it took a while to actually get ahead of steam on it yeah because it seems to me that i remember the rat monkey thing rat monkey was a whole yeah, yeah. it's a rat monkey all the little Stop rats came rat and monkey. raped all the monkeys and we have this like, yeah rat i love the rat, rat monkey rat design rat monkey. <laughs> i loved it uh, i love the claymation yeah. rat monkey i want more of it oh that stop motion animation was awesome mm-hmm. i loved it i just remember it like getting going earlier yeah i agree yeah. i think that like the whole like I don't even know what to call it. Can you call it a first act? Because nothing really happens. It moves way too slow. Editing. Mm-hmm. Let it happen there. <laughs> get us to the action quicker. I suppose we get to a certain point that I wasn't expecting to get to so early on where the zombie stuff starts happening. Mm-hmm. I feel like that happened earlier, but yeah. then it kind of, it's it's slow in that part. And then it kind of ramps up. Mm-hmm. Like We got to the zombie stuff pretty quick, as far as I was concerned. Like, it felt we got there pretty quick. As in there were zombies, but you didn't yes. have the... Okay, but... Only in that there were zombies. Yeah. Not that anything happened with them, really. They right. just existed, yeah. Yes. Because you don't hit that critical mass mode. No. And I guess maybe this what this movie also shares with uh, films from this era, right? Like Reanimator, or, mm-hmm. you know, something. Or... Uh, I'm saying Night of the Creeps, but I think they do basically contain everything at the end of Night mm-hmm. of the Creeps. The idea that by the end of the movie, like things have just gotten completely Return of the Living Dead, right? right. Yeah. Things have gotten so out of hand that we cannot contain it and like, oh shit, this means bad things for the rest <laughs> of the world. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like at some point well, I guess maybe this has a happy ending too, spoiler, but uh, you know, it does kind of escalate and there's this percolation time where it's like, well, Lionel has to deal with, you know, his mother, and then there's, like, several other zombies, and they all end up right. in his house, but he's basically their caretaker. In an, in an absurdist way is, yeah. is how we get there, because he does take a zombie baby for a walk in the park. That scene yeah. was amazing. <laughs> uh, okay. You want to so, talk splat stick? Oh my Slapstick? Yeah. Oh, that, man. He started to punt a baby across a park full of other babies. What I love about that is this movie had a budget of $3 million. And they came in forty five thousand dollars under budget. 
Get so out. Peter Jackson took that money. He's like, I've got Bravo. an idea for a park scene. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I love it. And that's where the park scene came from. And it's, I love that scene you so know, much. You know, now that you're saying that, that does seem like the, okay, so, you know, my problem with later day Peter Jackson has always been as I, I've tried to describe it as like he creates these little, uh, like, uh, little pockets, self-contained, little mini, little mini things. Like, yeah, self-contained. I was trying to say submersibles, right? Like this is in the words of Mel Brooks. Like a, they have these submersible, non-submersible units, and you string them all together, and you have a movie. If you can sync them, then you know mm-hmm. you cut that scene out. But he comes up with a bunch of these things where they're like just a skit. Yeah. The, the yeah. Hobbit movies are full of skits, yeah. all hung together. You can have ah. sixteen of them, you can have eight of them, but none of them actually advance the plot. I think the the baby scene in this is maybe like the only scene that exists apart from the rest of the narrative. It, it felt a yeah. little Monty Python ish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was expecting that Benny Benny Hill wacky sex to yeah, kick exactly. in like any minute oh, yeah, on that scene. Needed. Like it could be excised, but it should. Yeah. But it's but totally it worth it. But yeah, no, but it's it's gold. Yeah. It's like, well, we got a baby now. Yeah. We're calling it a baby, but it's really like a garbage pail kid. Like, yeah. that's yeah, what it is. is. Like, And it has that, that little laugh. laugh. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. He takes it to the park. He's trying to learn, like, how like how do I be? I mean, it's just like oh, this hilarious. beat in the middle of the movie. That's, I love yeah. that there's, no, there's, like, no hesitation. He goes downstairs. He's like, well, there's a zombie baby now. And in uh, next scene, he's got a pram. And the, right. Like, <laughs> walk. like, he is dead now. Yeah. I think oh, that's it's wonderful. To just have that dedication, you're just like, this what I got to do now i have a baby i'm a, I'm a dad now <laughs> how did we get that baby though i think we skipped over a pretty important detail oh, yeah, of how we ended up with that baby sex zombie sex and, well that zombie thing. sex comes from uh, random uh catholic kung fu yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the priest i kick ours for the lord i kick ours for the lord why do you have a kung fu movie? Time for some divine intervention. You've got a giant great. titty monster at the end. Why yeah. wouldn't you have a kung fu priest? I know. It's yeah. great. It's amazing. Yeah. See, I was the out. I'm like, well, we had kung fu. Bring on the titty monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, where do you top this? It yeah. just kind of has to keep on escalating. I, I really wish there would have been more kung fu priest. The kung yeah. Fu priest. Who did you remind me of? What's his name? In, uh, ironically, from Seinfeld. Um the guy who played Jay Peterman, I think. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Like um, John American, O'Hurley. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. If there was yeah. an American version, he would be that priest. <laughs> that's that's all I kept thinking about in this. It's funny you say American version because I was like casting an American version in my head while we were watching that. it. I'm yeah. Just like, mm, yeah, yeah. The American version would be this person. <laughs> so <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. Right. So what I came up with is if this movie had been made in the eighties in okay. America, okay. Crispin Glover would have been Lionel for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it had been made in like the 2000s, it would have been Killian Murphy, I think. You know who he reminds me of? Who? Uh, is one? it Charlto Copley? Charles Copley, yeah. Charlto Copley, Copley, yeah. Yeah, that's it's what I was Timothy thinking. Baum in Dead Alive, but I don't know if that guy's had a career after this. But he, I always thought he was. It seemed like a combination of Anthony Perkins and yeah. Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. they put him together. But yeah. then I saw Charlto Copley in it too. I'm just like, yeah. he'd be in it. He'd be good because mm-hmm. the setup kind of borrows a little bit from Psycho. I mean, maybe a lot. It does. That's the first yeah. thing I thought. I'm like house mother. Yeah. Awkwardly, it's got all the setup son. of Psycho. It yeah. Does. Yeah. He's constantly dealing with mother issues. Mm. Mm-hmm. Feels a little psycho-ish. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, I guess, that becomes the main. And see, this is why I also think that the movie works on you know a, a number of different levels. It's like as a dramatic through line, 
the idea that, you know, Lionel has to break free of his overbearing mother so he can go with the girl that he loves. And I guess the first act where we're saying it's a little slow, it actually, you know, I was surprised this time. I'm like, wow, it is. It's giving us time to get to know these people and setting up all these dynamics that all of them seem to pay off like later on in the movie. So I'm like, this is actually tight screenwriting, Peter Jackson. Right. Right. I mean, because it's 97. I mean, comparatively, yes. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And just because we, I mean, maybe we're going into this, we know what's coming. So we're just like, all right, let's, you know, let's move on and let's get to it. But it, it really is. It's, it's tight enough where you end up like, you know, I end up liking these characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not just, it's just like, all right, let's just get to the thing. It's just like, all right, I like her. I like him. It's like, all right, it, it works. Yeah. I like where we end up with them. And, you know, I think you have to. I mean, considering as crazy as it gets at the end, like you're rooting for these characters to like live through this right. crazy stuff that's happening to them at the end. Mm-hmm. Considering the, and there's a baby zombie after them most of the time. <laughs> I, wish, I wish Fernando the dog would have lived a little longer. Your mother like, ate my mother. dog. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would have liked to see Fernando. I would have liked to see Fernando turn into a zombie and have a zombie dog running around this movie in addition to the baby. That's yeah. what yeah. I would have wanted to see. see. I, I'm, I'm solid. I'm good with the amount of animal deadness. Right. Especially <laughs> yeah, especially because they pulled that I don't, fucking Well, it'd probably have to be <laughs> like a... Uh, you'd either have to... I mean, like, how would you do it? I guess that's the thing. It'd either be a, like, claim, you know, the, the stop mm-hmm. motion. Yeah. Or they'd put a real dog in a suit or something. They did that for Alien 3. They put a they put little suits on whippets. Mm-hmm. Little whippets. And um, there's actually footage of it. They didn't end up using it because it was hilarious and yeah. not terrifying. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it would have worked. Yeah, it would have worked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Little whippets. <laughs> They had like little like helmets they put on him and little like um like outfits they attached to their back to make them look like little xenomorph dogs. It was adorable, mm-hmm. but Aww, they never made it to the movie because it's just too cute. <laughs> God, I wonder why the decision was to set this movie in like the 1950s. I'm assuming it was the 50s. Yeah, it said um when she died on her headstone it said 1957. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, it? yeah, because oh. I was checking for that because yeah. the aesthetic was very 1950s. I was like, is that on purpose? The clothing and the cars, cars and the music and the fact that the greasers and the fact that there was actual like radio programs yeah I wasn't yeah I wasn't uh, I guess because it was New Zealand I wasn't like I'm like man that's what it's like in New Zealand but if you look at like all the little like the delivery car is like this big and yeah. the fire truck is like this big it's yeah. just like it's like alright that makes sense but I'm just like I think maybe things was, are smaller there I don't know I think it was Peter Jackson's nod to like the 50s that makes drive-in sense. movies yeah. yeah I think it was what, what, what sealed the deal for me on it definitely being the 50s before we saw like the proof on the headstone which like heads up filmmakers check your continuity with your headstones uh if you're ever going to show a date on a headstone because that'll make or break a movie um texas chainsaw 3d did a real big mistake with that one so just keep your continuity or just don't show the headstone at all you know Mm. but um before we saw that and got the date i knew it was the 50s not only from the cars and the outfits but because the uncle is he has the exact same hairpiece as Jerry Lee Lewis, but he has the same yeah. jacket as the Big Bopper. Yeah. So like he's nodding uh-huh. two different huge musical references mm-hmm. that died two years after. And I think on the know. radio or uh, Lionel made a reference to a, I think it was a, I believe it's a, a, a guy who went to the Arctic or something like that, but Edmund, uh, I'm forgetting mm-hmm. the fucking name, but he says like he's about to go on a new expedition or something oh, like yeah. that. And I'm like, yeah. I think that was in the 50s, but mm-hmm. I am... And the Not one dude sure. freaking out that they needed another war. Yeah. We yeah. need a new war. And you yeah. got the guy, the, the German, uh, the, the, Nazi, the vet. Yeah. 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 The Nazi vet. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. What do you want? 
<laughs> yeah. Peter Jackson himself uh, shows up in a cameo. This is before he grew the beard and uh, stopped wearing shoes. Also had a 50s haircut, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, as a vet assistant, sorry, he's the Undertaker's assistant. Eat a sandwich. Eat a sandwich. Like you do. Check that bingo square. Boom. Time. Goddamn. Okay. It's what I look for now. Anytime there's a Morgan a movie, I look for the sandwich. Unfortunately, they cut that scene in Maniac Cop, though. Yeah. There should be someone gone overboard and just had like one of those party subs sitting on a court. Oh man. Like that needs to happen. We're putting that in our movie. Whatever movie we make, we're putting that in. It's like, oh, you're really hungry, aren't you? I'm a mortician. Mm-hmm. I love it. We just I love eat it. around, eat off the Six dead. Six foot sandwich. I love it. And yeah, regular maybe, people maybe eat a- off geishas. Morticians <laughs> yeah. eat off the dead. It'd be funnier if it was a shorter corpse, so the six foot slug hung off either end of it. Yes. <laughs> like a baby corpse. All right, are we writing this down? Because we're not going to remember this. We're recording. Somebody. We're literally recording it, Colin. Yeah. That's. That's a good point. Huh? Remember but is it being brailed, Sean? Is it being brailed, though? We're digitally writing it down. <laughs> brailed later. Okay? I'm paying to have this all brailed, all 200-something episodes. Don't worry. Yeah, there will be a book before yes. uh, we all die. Um, Don't show it, Freak Show. It. Coming in 2000. <laughs> all right, so Lionel, uh, poor chap, is, you know, he's got all these zombies uh, mating in his living room. He does. He's, well, his, uh, first of all, he's decided, uh, he's decided to collect them. Yeah, he's yeah. Because he runs them. into most of them or they become zombies within the graveyard. Within well, the... he sees it as his problem. I guess right? so. That's like, what he's got to the... keep it and deal with it because yeah. he keeps putting them to sleep with the tranquilizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, he's got he... the put upon stressed out nature of a Jason Bateman character. You yeah. know, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. God, well, here no, I go again. I have to yeah. deal with yeah. again. So he yeah. brings them all home. Yeah, he doesn't tell anybody about this. No. He's pushing Bakita away because she like wants I have to, responsibilities now. Yeah, she wants to help out. She wants to like be a part of his life, and he's like, no, no, no. You know, I got to yeah. deal with this myself. I have weird things going on, Bakita. <laughs> Don't follow me home. Yeah, this is all because of the Sumerian uh, rat, rat monkey, monkey. Bite. fucking rat. Yeah. It's the thing that turns you into yeah. a zombie. Yeah, anything Sumerian is just not good, mm-hmm. as we know by Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters like, yeah, anything Sumerian is just not good. Just no. It might have been Sumatran. I think it was Sumatran, actually. Yeah. yeah Sumerian's very Well, old. they're like next door. <laughs> well, well, anyway. We don't know. We're Americans. What do we know? We're not here to give a geography lesson. No, we are not at all. <laughs> or do math. Or, <laughs> or do math. Yeah, where is Skull Island, actually? <laughs> Somebody tell me. Where's the map? You'll We're rec- making that reference yeah. because they get the rat monkey from Skull, Skull Island. You'll recognize that scene, though, when they're on Skull Island going through the caverns. You'll recognize that from Lord of the Rings, uh, the, the Path of the Dead, <gasps> I think. Oh, it is. It is. I thought it looked familiar. A lot, of this, a lot of this movie had shared locations. So they run into the spider? Rings. No, he no. finds the undead army. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in New Zealand. That he can get sense. around. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, there's this uncle who I guess oh, yeah. plays the main antagonist of the movie. Essentially, because he's the only one that you really want to die. Yeah. Yes. But he's also remarkably capable at like staying alive. Okay, so all this shit gets going because eventually there's a party at the house. Yeah. Where the uncle brings over, you know, as he's trying to maneuver Lionel out of his mm-hmm. uh, inheritance, brings over like the entire town. And of course, you know, all hell starts breaking loose. Right. Um, but this guy, you know, he's an interesting character, A, because I think the actor like had the right tone, like knew the tone of this movie. And pulls it off like uh, uh, extremely well. I mean, I guess everybody does. Lionel yeah. is very mm-hmm. into, like all this entire cast had to be like so game to do this, right? 
for the amount of shit that they we're had gonna, to... Yeah, we're going to dump a lot of shit on you. You okay with that? We're going to yeah. shoot it at you with a fire hose. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got to be game for it. Yeah, honestly, like, thinking about, like, when we were watching this and thinking about the practical effects and the gallons of fake blood and everything, I was like, this is making me exhausted watching this, just thinking about how they made this movie, yeah. you know? Oh. Like, the continuity alone. Can yeah. you, you fuck up a scene, you got all this blood sprayed, what do you do? You could do mop it all up and do it again, I guess? Uh, like, Well, you think uh, of just, like, the simplest things. That's why you shoot close-ups, like, yeah. what he did for a lot of this movie. Uh-huh. A lot of it, yeah. Yeah, with the little, the whip pan, or whatever, not yeah. the whip pan, sorry, the, uh, the, the screen wipe, which is basically uses a... Uh, 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 like something passing the screen, yes, to yeah. wipe between the actual actor and the yes, the, mm-hmm. the especially with like the punch through the mouth of the he woman. does the head getting it. Yeah. the face getting torn yeah, off. He, I mean, like yeah. the all of it is but, like amazingly it, fast. It is yeah. amazingly fast and done well. Like mm-hmm. yeah. it, it comes across very well. So I'm like, oh, that's because it comes across as very cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh shit, now her head's like, and you get that point of view where she's like looking back as her head's tilted back. Like he pulls it off really well. But imagine the setups that you'd have from oh. a filmmaker point of view, the, the amount of camera setups that you would have to do. I mean, it like stresses me out thinking about yeah. it, man. Like I can't, I can't, I could not have worked on this movie. The one thing that would have been the most stressful, I have to tell you, the lawnmower scene. Um, Robert uh, Taylor was the the gore specialist, as you will, and they couldn't figure out how else to do that scene. So they literally, <laughs> the dude stood there. What's his name? The main main guy, Lionel. Lionel, yeah. He stood there with an actual running lawnmower, and the gore specialist shoved wax, like, limbs filled with, like, fruit uh-huh. puree, and shoved them into the blades. That's what it looks like. That's literally yeah. what he did. So he's standing there on this, like, gore-covered floor, oh, slipping God. around yeah. and he, with an actual lawnmower blade going, and he's just shoving it in there. That's what it looks like. He could have died. Yeah. Yeah. He sure. could have lost a couple fingers if, if yeah. nothing else. Insane. Yeah. Like, everyone on the set was so stressed out about that. And he's yeah. like, well, I'll do it. Sure. Start beating that shit in there. Yeah. There's so many crazy effects. I, I mean, he does everything that, like, you know, Tom Savini or George Romero had been known for. You know, you get a bunch of zombies around. You're going to have to, you know, eviscerate someone who's alive and pull their entrails out, pull their... Uh, a rib cage out of the body. So many people sitting through false floors. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So many. Some of them, I could not, like, even watching it tonight, I'm like, I don't know how you do that. The the greaser eventually loses his lower The greasers (laughs) are my favorite fucking part of this movie. (laughs) I want a zombie greaser spinoff. Like, with his own, like, he's using his legs as crutches. Right. And I'm like, where is... Where's he? Yeah, where is he? he? There's also one where he's just like, he is only half a body, and he's using his hands to go across the yeah. floor. Yeah. But it's him. Like he's there. It's like great. they shot it at with such an angle. We're just like they're doing this brilliantly because I can't yeah. see the other half of him is right now. Yeah, it's and fantastic. he's just walking across the floor. Like they pull it off really well. Yeah. Or that guy that got like his like waist down eaten, but still had shoes on. But he, like, he still had the he still had the bones. Like the yeah. bones of his legs were moving around. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, just the, it's like boundless kind of uh, demented imagination yeah. that I yeah. wish I had, you know? Oh, yeah, same. <laughs> but you sit there going like, Christ, did this? I mean, I always wonder about these people. Like, did they come up with them, these ideas? Are they just like overflowing with it and they just can't stop it? I and they have like, for all the ones that worked in the movie, there's like a hundred waiting to come out? Or is it, it takes years of thinking, you know, you're at the grocery store and you're like, Oh, you know what? I got an, I'm looking at this 
tub of borax, and I got an idea how I could use that for, you know. But I think that's it. Like, I think there are just lists of, for special effects guys, is like, I want to try this. I want to try this. I want to try this. Mm-hmm. They have these ideas, and they're just sitting on boards, and they're just like, I got this idea we could do for this. They, I'm sure that most of these guys just have tons of ideas. They're just waiting to give to directors. Like, we need something for this. Like, all right, well, I've always thought about doing this, mm-hmm. because that's, I, I got to believe that's what they do. Like, they're told to do certain things and they can pull them off, but they're also just got to, like, imagine certain things. Like, one guy had to have been, like, guy gets his lower half pulled off, but he's still mm-hmm. got his shoes on and you can see his leg yeah. bones hanging yeah. out. And like, they figure out cool. how to do it and they're yeah. like, you know what? I got this one day. I'm going to get to use this. Exactly. Yeah. They'll put, they're like, I'm going to put that away, but that's a good idea. And like, oh, yeah, they definitely, this stuff is just coming to them. Mm-hmm. Or the light bulb lady. Like, the lady yeah. that her, her, like, the back of her head gets shoved onto a light bulb that's on the wall, so her whole face and eyes are lighting awesome. up. Great look. And, awesome. But that, like, the continuity in this movie is so great that, like, for the rest of the movie, she's in the background of, like, every shot in that room. Yeah. Still lighting up. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. Yeah. Good effect. I like the reoccurring theme that the uncle keeps getting kicked in the crotch. Constantly everything. Yeah. That had to have been, what, like it. 10 to 12 times he yeah. got hit in the crotch, right? Yeah. I love it. Like, he's a guy that you're like, by the character, you're like, he deserves like all yeah. of this. Yeah. <laughs> Even the mom grabs his balls at the end of it. Yeah. Like, that was his final like demise was, was. getting grabbed by the balls one that more time. Great. That was great. It was great. But I, even then, like, I mean, you know, he gets, you know, he looks like he gets killed by having his, uh, his entire head and spine ripped out in a shadow oh yeah cool oh it's yeah. so oh, awesome but to see him after like yes. you think that's okay you that's think that's it, it. it's like return of the living dead three but he's Great. still wandering around with yeah that's right did they do it they did that. they did yeah. but they had to have been taking it from this obviously and I'm, I'm sure you probably mentioned it in the return of the living dead three i don't know i may have forgotten maybe this. but it's return of the living dead spine zombie yeah great his head's Love like it. on a stick basically yeah. floating uh, above his body that's great yeah and the Spanish girl grabs it and is actually swinging his head around by his spine. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. It's madcap. Wonderful. I mean, it's, yes, that's it what I'm saying. It's like to, des- to describe the tone of this is like, is it like Three Stooges? I'm trying to nail it down. We said Looney Tunes, it's right? Plastic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The editing rhythms are like, you know, like spot on. I don't know. This is like, you know, an achievement, I think. Yeah. Uh, it also figures out a way to emit a morph, morph? Pro, a morph to give a personality to an inanimate object. Anthropomorph. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so that's what I was trying. To, <laughs> never gonna. Every time on this show, I try to say that word. Morph. Can't keep tripping over. Anamorph. Uh, Anamorph like, is what you're going for. Anamorph. Like you're talking to someone who's got a weird name. Like morph. Yeah. Yes. Morph. What do you think? Anamorph. Porphyzize, <laughs> anthropomorphize, anthropomorphize a set of lungs, uh, a digestive <laughs> tract, oh, and a sphincter, and a sphincter that yep. farts. Yep, the oh, thing God. looks at itself in the mirror, and the music and changes. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, we're feeling emotions for lungs and a sphincter right now. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but it becomes one of the main. Uh, I get, Antagonist? Protagonist. Yeah, I would say, I would say like protagonist. It's like just the, like an <laughs> obstacle, basically. Right. For it's the, like the. What is it? The brain that crawls or something? Like, wasn't there a thing? Wow, what the fuck am I thinking of? The brain that wouldn't die. The brain that was probably the brain that yeah. wouldn't yeah. die, where just crawls after you and all that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The brain that Maybe. Die. Yeah. I haven't seen that, but it could be. Yeah. There's a, there's a brain that doesn't die. Got but this it. is like spoiler. Wow, way to spoil the movie, <laughs> sorry, Sean. Sorry. Wow. But this is kind of a crazy thing, right? Like it's going on because it can do things. You're you're thinking, and I guess this is how the movie keeps on ramping up or stepping up its uh its absurdity level, mm-hmm. right? 
is because you're like, okay, you know, somebody gets bit by a rat monkey, they turn into zombies. Okay, then we got a baby zombie, and we've got zombies. But once you bring in, like, the guts are moving around, and they're a thing that's like attacking you. It can do things that a person can't, Mm -hmm. such as shooting, uh, you know, it's uh, the intestines out and like, you know, wrapping them around things, and it's crawling all making its way around like the house and crawling into the the attic and everything, and yeah, going after him because you could tell it's like a hand, like. Yeah, they just, yeah, the other yeah. part is like it's a false part and they're just crawling after it but like it's good it's effective the funny uh-huh. thing is um, in that interview that I read with um, Robert Taylor he, he's talking about the moment that he realized how ridiculous this movie is is when the zombie baby which the running around zombie baby was played by a two year old oh no that they we put can a mask tell on. which is great yeah he goes <laughs> he said the moment that he realized how ridiculous, ridiculous this was is the moment they started filming the shot where she's running away and the grown man is chasing her with a cleaver and she's actually screaming out of real terror uh, he's like oh, what movie no. are we making right now yeah <laughs> he's like what am I doing what? yeah that's like Jesus. some pet cemetery stuff. Right, where it just gets to the point where you're just like, either this is something that's going to be people are just going to love this, or just like I'm never going to be able to talk about this again. Yeah, It's like, I have to hide this and say I wasn't a part of it. Yeah. Or it's going to be a Campbell. I was going to say, or it's going to be a Campbell Hawkeye situation where you have to go to court and prove that you didn't murder people, you know, or didn't abuse children. Yeah. Luckily it worked. He is alive to this day. Yeah. Well, it's like, did we say it's a practical, it's like a puppet on the close-ups. Yeah, oh yeah. And then when it cuts to like the long shot, but I mean, it's it's, it's like again. it's like a child's when, running, when you though, see the yeah. long shots of uh, somebody the 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 guy playing Chucky yeah where it's just yeah. you know, he's running away and everything it's basically it looks like that mm-hmm. but it's so cute <laughs> <laughs> it's cute little demon baby it's cute little demon baby and then there's laugh. then there's mom or mother herself. oh mother uh, at the end where again the movie like. You're like, what in the hell now? Because now it's like this gigantic <laughs> fucking big puppet. hand going. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best. The big claw tapping the uncle that's on the, the shoulder. Best. It's fantastic. It's just, it's just dead quiet. You just hear on the shoulder, just like, all right, bravo. And you've been through so much. I love it. What is she? Tit monster, great. Been through so much at this point. You're like, what the fuck could it be now? Like, what now? Now they're just going straight for like, oh, absurdist comedy. We got you right here. This is all explained because he accidentally, instead of injecting them with tranquilizers, injected them with uh, it's like animal, animal stimulants. He's, yes, or, he tried to poison them to like actually try to kill right. them. It's poison to humans, yeah. but it's an animal animal stimulant. Yeah, yeah. so they become like super zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mother's mean, been dead the longest, so she turns into giant puppet. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a day thing, the dead puppet. Yeah, yeah. How do you? I mean, it's probably the weakest effect. You know, to be fair, sure. But I think movie. they. But if they looked at him and were like, eh, all right, yeah. we're gonna go with it. You can. I think you can get away with it based on the tone of the movie, mm-hmm. right? Like, if it was a serious movie, the movie would collapse. Right. Yeah. Be at done. this point, you're like, I don't buy it. But right. you know the fact. But that, the fact that she tapped the dude on the shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, but gives the a giant little. Uh, yeah, just I love it. She's got a giant ass and giant breasts yep. and like this big skull face that must have been. I mean, I assume there's like cranes and shit. Yeah, yeah. puppeteering oh, yeah. this gigantic be. fucking thing has to be because it's at least as tall as three people probably yeah. standing. I would know. say so. Yeah. yeah. God damn. I was gonna say that, or do we like? 
that or I guess like some scenes probably could be like a model, right? Like made on a like a, a set. There are some of the some of the like behind shots probably could have been. Some of the things are like you can tell where they show some of the uh, uh, looking up scene uh, shots at the house. Mm-hmm. There's a little a little model woman yeah. hanging off a house. <laughs> and it's fake. Yeah, because I'm just like that's not real. That person is three inches tall. Yeah. So some of those shots, I'm sure there are. They're just smaller models of them. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. I think yeah. it adds to the effect of the movie. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I was wondering if there were some model shots at the beginning with the uh, trolley cars on the. I was street. thinking that's that too. What I was the thinking trolley, too. Yeah. There I had to be so right, too. but also they're but just there like, were real trolleys. They are because they're just thin trolleys. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, weird. Model trolley. I don't know. But right. it looks they like, look a like it. Yeah, yeah. But maybe the they people weren't. aren't moving in the right. trolley. Yeah. I guess that was it. I remember that there was one specific shot. I'm like, why? That's a model. Why is that a model? Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. I'm just like. I can't see the reason for it to be a model, so why would it be a model? But maybe it just looks like that, but you know, it kind of looks like a model. Everything else, I'm not questioning it. But they have know? just like really thin trolleys moving throughout the city. It's just like, mm, all right, that's weird. It's got like two people standing side by side. But I digress. <laughs> Giant tit monster mother. Yeah. There it is. And Lionel has to confront his demon literally. He does. Quite literally. And get rid of Mother so he can uh, uh, be with, uh, oh, God, I forget. Uh, Paquito. Paquita. Paquita. Like Bianca. No, Paquita. Paquita. Yeah. Who's just so adorable. She, yeah, she's, yeah. She works. She works for me. She's a little button. Mm-hmm. She's a little button. <laughs> I know the casting is like, it's again, really good. I it's think really it's good. Like really good across the board. Yeah. And like where you find all these. I mean, it's there's just something to the, uh, you know, the <clears throat> skewed. You know, I mean, having a lot of some of these di- lines set, I guess, in, uh, you know, uh, New Ze- you know, with that New yeah. Zealand accent or whatever, they're just, yeah. you know, it's primed for the, the comedic effect. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not yeah. saying anything about. <laughs> no, it's charming. <laughs> yeah, it's charming. It's charming. Oh, yeah. It's charming. Yeah. Exactly. And it fits I the tone. Like it. In the it does. I think so. I think it helps. He gets ingested by mother. Yeah, she yeah. her womb literally opens and yeah, takes him back. Him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he has to cut himself out, and then it's like shining blood, right? Like yeah. this thing it opens up and out. dumps. It's actually five gallons per second. Yeah, of blood. Mm-hmm. It is ends, that a record of some type? It, it, like, yeah. did we it ends up being like three hundred liters or something like that. It's insane. is it in Guinness? This movie? Uh, it should I don't be. know. And then he gets like dumped out in what? Like, like I'm guessing Monster Mother's placenta. It feels like it's <laughs> yeah. the breakout. Of, <laughs> oh, he has to be born again. Right? Yeah, basically, like the new, yes. the new, new man. He is born again. <laughs> escape from yeah. Uh, escape from mother. Yeah, so it's that's what that's why is. the movie escape, works. That's what life right? is—an yeah. escape from your mother. Yeah, it's from beginning to end. That's what I'm saying. What Dramatically, is. this movie works. Like the subtext, I think, works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. I would say so. All right, coming up in an hour. Do we yeah. have any random stray observations about this film before we do our wrap ups and review it? Uh, the tarot card deck that she was using in the beginning—that is not the typical writer weight. Tarot cards that you that are, like it. it is um they, his, they did the research is it, it Kiwi is, it is Alistair Crowley's tarot oh, deck yeah yeah, yeah uh, the Thoth deck which is uh, like he rewrote and redesigned tarot cards when he was doing all his thing mm-hmm. so I thought that was an interesting choice because that is definitely a choice that's not yeah yeah, right. yeah. well that's somebody who knows this stuff I mean yeah. Yeah. this is a horror aficionado making a movie yeah. He's in all this. I mean, he has Forrest Ackerman show up, mm-hmm. uh, the yeah. editor of Famous Monsters of Filmland magazine. 
yeah. for a brief moment mm-hmm. in the park. The man is a fan. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's, I think, yeah. He's a, he's a fan of this stuff and yeah. has absorbed it, digested right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. And really likes doing it. And it would be cool if he pulled like a Sam Raimi and went back and did like, you know, like yeah. Sam Raimi did with Drag Me to Hell. If mm-hmm. Peter Jackson would go back and do something like that, would uh, be great. you know, his early films. Mm-hmm. Maybe he feels like <clears throat> yeah. he needs to. After Should Peter Jackson go back to this? Can style? he go back? Can he I, go back? Yeah. I think he should, but I don't think he will. It's like, do something with, like, we have to use your imagination. Well, I, uh, I think, he I don't know. You use Peter, your imagination Peter, for CGI. Peter Jackson but, did yeah. this. He's just like, yeah. Mm, all right. I don't know. If you went back to something like this, I don't know. I can't say I'd go see it. I don't know. Depends what it would be. <laughs> I've, I've, you know. Yeah. You've been hurt before, right? I, I mean, so you don't want to, you don't want to get hurt we, again. We decreed in the last Peter Jackson movie we did that he's just, he's, <laughs> I think we said he's not a good director, which, I mean, the things or I didn't like him as a director. Maybe put it that way. Aside from like things like Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. um, and I hadn't seen Dead Alive at that point. But right. I think I decreed him. And I was just like, I get what he did with Lord of the Rings and everything. But I'm just like, yeah. Other than that, just like, mm, not mm. for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I don't know. I don't know if he went back to this. If I would go back and see it. Well, and also, Maybe. and also, I mean, comparatively, this is grouped in with um, Bad Taste and Meet the Feebles. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen either of those movies, but from what I've read. This one is the the preferred of yeah. the three. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So I'm like, if this is the best one, and like he's had other two that weren't quite up to par, mm-hmm. I don't know if he could do this again and it still be this entertaining. Yeah, maybe everything kind of came together. For yeah. This one. Plus, it's got the you know the lawnmower, the goriest scene ever. Which I mean, I knew before yeah. I even knew what this movie was. Although the box art in this movie is something I've been looking at for a long time. I didn't even see it. It's pretty irrelevant. It doesn't like it line doesn't, up with anything no, no, in the movie, really. It doesn't, but it's also like one I've it's seen good. since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like, iconic. It's like that face uh, the pulling skull back. coming through oh, the mouth, yeah, with the, okay. mouth yeah. open and the skulls behind it. I've been yeah. seeing that forever. Yeah. yeah, never knowing that it was like dead alive. It's yeah. iconic. It's just irrelevant to the movie. Yeah, that's you know basically. Yeah, I mean, there's the scene where it happens, but. <laughs> the face gets pulled off the one dude in this movie, yeah. which is also yeah. a great effect. Yeah, they did that it's, in Wolf Cop. They did. Yeah. And it screamed, which was yeah, the best yeah, part of that yeah, movie, yeah, I yeah. think. You're just yeah. like, ah! I'm not sure the face pull is the most iconic that they thought it was going to be. No. But it's still like. It's but fine. like the way it's demonstrated yeah. in the cover art is like she's pulling her mouth and like it's like a smaller head yeah. inside the yeah. mouth. Yeah, you know, weird. it's like it's different. It's not yeah, the same kind of thing. It doesn't yeah. tell you what's coming in this movie. No, not at all. Really. But they didn't want to give that away. Well, I don't mm-hmm. I don't think you could give this movie away in a cover. No. It looks. No. It doesn't look scary. It does. No, no, it, it looks, looks very no. like creep show yeah, or like yeah. you know, exactly. um, yeah, anything yeah. sort of like tamer like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it kind of sells again. I guess I'm going for that tone. It's right. like, or, or it's goofy, just like hmm, I'm interested. She's gory. pulling her face away. There's a <laughs> yeah. tiny skull in a there, small mouth inside of it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> All right, well, so shall we summon our mailman Igor and get to list some listener mail? Probably. We shall. All right, well, Igor, bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Well, thank you, Igor. Thanks, Igor. Thanks. All right. Uh, <laughs> he so didn't far. dress up. Go this away, way. Igor. <laughs> It'd be t- we would not tolerate custard pudding outfit 
anything from him this week. Yeah. So. Don't eat anything. No. We, yeah, we told him we don't want any food. We don't want any outfits yeah. this week. Yeah. Nothing. We don't know what kind of not the week to dress up Igor. Yeah, never let him always leaking. Yeah, never let him prepare your food ever. Yeah, this guy's gonna have such a complex layer. Um, okay, so about dead alive, and we again, I should remind you, we hope that you'll write in about our episodes that we do, or we post on Facebook what we're gonna be doing. Write in and let us know what you think of these movies. We'll read your comments on the air or past episodes that we've done. You can get us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show, on Twitter at Saturday Freak Show. Email Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com or Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show. Sean Roger writes in and says, I kick ass for the Lord oh, is one of the greatest lines in cinematic history. You're damn right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, why couldn't we I get want more? I see more people saying that they kick ass for the Lord. I did. I was partial to this deserves some di- divine intervention when he jumped down first yeah, of that. He that was, was great. so ready. Like, you know what? He's so <laughs> ready. Like he's he was a very angry yeah. priest. He was a very angry priest. Yeah. Like, he's been preparing for this. He's like, I have nothing to do here but bless these he's people. He's a soldier of God. That's you know what he's got going on. You know why it feels unfulfilled is because he didn't hit the rule of threes. He only did two one-liners. He didn't do a third. Uh, That's yeah, why it no. feels like we're missing something. Like, just before he got impaled he on needed the finger, one more. there needed to be one yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. Or just as he was dying, just like, oh, yeah, this yeah. sucks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or, to God. <laughs> uh, Johnny Zombie Boy writes in. Oh. And because oh, we, we asked, is it the goriest movie ever made? He said, hell yes, it is. Everyone, every time someone says, oh my God, Kill Bill is the bloodiest movie ever. No. I no. say, not dead alive, close. sucker. Not even close. That's right. There's a lot of blood in the movie, but yeah. it's not even close. No, we watched uh, Shogun Assassin, which is what that's pretty Bill bloody, Bill is pretty but much it's aping. Got that bright red blood, yeah, too. but it yeah. sprays anytime right. anybody gets. But this is just sheer quantity and just there's a pool. It's at the sticky. End. This yeah. movie's sticky. It's drippy. It is. Yeah. yeah, drippy and sticky. <laughs> Hellraiser is a pretty goddamn gory movie too, yeah. but it's not in this not like this you know, yeah. whipped. Yeah, I know it's a gross, <laughs> gross, <laughs> gross. Uh, the B movie poster vault says whether or not it's the bloodiest movie ever may depend on the cut you get. If the running time is 104 minutes, which is the original New Zealand cut, uh. then it's a strong contender. The U.S. originally got an 85 minute hack to pieces version, then an unrated cut. But he says, which is what we watched tonight, but he says that was still seven minutes shorter than the Kiwi version. You're going to love it so long as you have a twisted sense of humor, although I advise not eating lunch beforehand. We had pork chops. Yeah, we, we, we ate right we before this. Yeah. Rare steak, We've got so we stomachs fine. of steel. Yeah, yeah, we can take it. Yeah. Uh, about our episode, our, our previous episode about the movie Metal Storm, the destruction of Jared Sin. Uh, we were joking that somebody should put out a toy based on the character of Ball. Ball. This is the character with the telescoping yes. arm. Yeah. And oh, I remember. Yeah. Flip, uh, <laughs> How I wish I could forget. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ball. Well, a listener named Goodleg Toy says they've been playing around with the idea more than once. Oh, oh my God, send us one. Oh, please do. Please send it. We will, spot, I, we will mention I your... I will mention yeah. you forever. Yeah. Please send us one. You. I just want it to actually spray some... Yeah, have mm-hmm. a, get that little like ball and hose that at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. spray and it sprays the little pump. Please. Yeah, a little yes. air pump. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Please. Please send us one to put on our you I know freak that. show wall of fame. Oh yeah, that'll go up on a wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't know it, folks, but there are action figures all around. Oh, yeah. us. We right are now. surrounded. Please, please we send will us put one. it up on the wall. 
Uh, a Rivera writes in and says, I actually saw oh, this a. movie as a kid. This is still Metal Storm? This is still Metal Storm. Uh, he saw this movie as a kid, VHS rental way back. To this day, I have no idea what the fuck it was about. It does do have it. a very cool poster, though. I am sorry you saw that as a child. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Metal Storm is a it's fucking... All, I think it's only good as a I'm child. I'm the only one who liked this movie, for those of you You're who didn't like that. You're the only one that, that continues yeah. to like this continue movie. Continue to like it and continue to watch it, so I gotta defend its know. honor. It does have a cool poster, though. And B-Movie Poster Vault sent us a bunch of variants from around the world. Oh, nice. Oh, thank you. Awesome. That's awesome. Did you did you bring some to show us? We appreciate uh, the research. I, I have oh, look at that. That's my, cool. Thank you, Colin. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just uh, unrelated, Wrestling Arcade writes in and says, great podcast. Hey, thanks. Oh, thank hey, you. Thanks, man. thanks for listening. We awesome. appreciate it. Yes. We, I like yeah. you. Thanks, everybody, for writing I like in. You. I like you. It validates what we do here. It really does. Yeah. Because without you, what are we? Just talking about Depressed and talking about yeah. movies and drinking. <laughs> surrounded so. by action figures. Yeah, surrounded by action figures. So, so thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Living the goddamn dream. Yeah. So we're going to go around the table. We're going to review the movie. You don't know how it's going to break down, do you? You don't know who's going to like it and who won't. Shocking. No. Colin. This is so suspenseful. Yes, Sean. What did you think about Dead Alive? Well, it's hard to talk about Dead Alive because it's mm. a goddamn classic and everybody's seen it. Am I right? Am I right? It's like that's full stop. Dead Alive is a Has horror movie classic. Well, see, this is the thing I'm coming to realize. It's one of the movies like. It's not. I think, you know, I was saying this on our Reanimator. Uh, podcast. It's like, you know, as I talk to younger people, like these are the movies that they haven't seen. They've all seen The Shining and The Texas Chainsaw sure. Massacre and, and all this, but like Hellraiser is starting to slip. Yeah. Uh, Reanimator slipping and Dead Alive. Like, you know, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think you had to be there at, like, at a period of time. Yeah. Because yeah. it hasn't, well, it was on Blu ray. I think Lionsgate put it out. Now it's like $149 fucking dollars. Yeah. It's, all, it's out, of out of print everywhere right now. Shit. So we need somebody like Arrow or Shop Factory, or, Shop Factory or somebody to, you know, yeah. Shop Factory, Creek. we mention you every week. Just sponsor us Please. already. You know, God, we mention you every week. And said it's free shit. Yeah. Well, the last, the last version was done by Lionsgate. So who puts their stuff on it? But anyway, I mean, like, we need to, you know, because it hasn't been on video, at least in the States, in a while, I think, you know, it goes into that kind of... Uh, moratorium land the where like the monster squad was where like yeah. nobody saw yeah. the monster squad or night of the creeps nobody right. knows night of the creeps and i think that the same thing's happening to dead alive which is unfortunate because this is i mean i think it's a classic of the genre i mean you know again i don't know if it's in it's definitely in probably the top 100 horror films ever made uh, I think it's one of the goriest movies I've ever seen, but in a funny way. So mm-hmm. it's not, I never have been disgusted by it only because of every time I look at it, I'm looking at it, you know, like I'm seeing a magic show, you know, this is like some, it's, you know, this gory magic show, uh, where I'm trying to figure out like, how in the fuck did they do that? Like Michaela was saying, the amount of work that, you know, when you try to reverse engineer it. Uh, just boggles your mind. Uh, the amount of inventive imagination that's on display uh, on this movie is just, you know, like a, a, it has to be recognized as an achievement of something, yeah. you know? Um, and uh, I mean, I don't know if it's high art or whatever, but it's definitely, you know, I mean, this is an interesting, like we were saying, place to, to, to uh, 
or a piece of territory to say, I want to plant my flag here as the, I want to be the goriest movie ever made. But beyond that, I think it does actually work as both a comedy. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> and as you know, the dramatic structure of the film, I think checks out and it actually works as a movie, you know? Yeah. I mean, so it is, that's why I'm saying it's a classic. It's like, this is a good movie. All the way through, I think you'll have a blast with it. They've tried to do stuff with this recently, like, uh, you know, I mean, I saw a movie called Deathgasm, oh, right? Uh, yeah. Which is, I, I liked it, don't get me wrong, or Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, but they never seem to be at, like, I haven't seen anything recently. Somebody's going to remind me of something I saw. Probably. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, I forgot about that one. But I haven't seen anything recently that I remember that is better than what I saw in like the eighties and the nineties and this being one of them, you know, it's like, I haven't seen the thing that is better than dead alive in this type of genre. Um, they didn't have giant tit monsters. Yeah. Because we don't do the same more. Now we just do haunted house movies yeah. mm-hmm. all the time. I, which yep. I love my haunted house movies. Don't get me wrong, but you like, do. I would like a little bit, you know, this is the, the area where, you know, creativity and, uh, and these artisans working on these handcrafted, like you said, things. magic, yeah, movie it magic. It is magic. Yeah. And that's all gone now, even in the work of Peter Jackson and doing everything like CG. And the toolkit, right, is the same for these guys who came up with these makeup effects. It's rubber, uh, liquid latex, and all this yeah. other stuff. But they each Bladders, makeup artist had to have like their own... Or bring their own imagination to it, which is why you'd hire, like, you know, uh, was it Richard Taylor for, you know, his work, uh, um, Tom Savini for his work, Steven or you Johnson. Know, all these guys, yeah, brought a specific flavor to it. Where now it's like everybody uses the same toolkit. It's called 3D Studio Max, but everything looks exactly the fucking same. Like, you know, and all the monsters look th- that are designed look the same. Yeah. And All it's just, just kinda, gray ugh, monsters in yeah. my eyes. How does that happen? I don't know. But, you know, that's kind of the depressing. Uh, yeah, it is kind of depressing where we're at, uh, mm-hmm. you know, today. So that's why you got to go back and look at Dead Alive. Uh, it's I think it's great. I think uh, you have to check this movie out. Fantastic. Sean, what did you think of Dead Alive? Fantastic, he says. Um, I had not seen this movie uh, before tonight. I watched a trailer earlier today, and I don't. maybe it was the mood I was in. I was just watching. I was just like, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to watching this movie. I feel uh, like you say that about every movie I, I pick. I do, but maybe I'm just in a fucking mood lately. Maybe it is every movie you pick. For it some is. reason, I don't know why. I'm just like, I don't, really feel like wa- wait, 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 <laughs> I don't feel wait. like watching this movie is right this, now. Okay. I'm just putting this out there. Okay. It, when you watch the trailer, did it give off the '90s stank? I get. I. I. I'm, when you when you go and find trailers on YouTube and everything, obviously, the, every time you find one, it's gonna be it's the worst looking trailer. Yeah. It's the worst quality. It's the in a world trailer yeah, too. Almost, yeah. So like, I shouldn't take them as an accurate representation about of what I'm about to see because it just it it kind of boils it down to just like the worst looking thing that could represent the movie you're about to watch. So, I mean, uh, that's probably my fault for finding those and seeking those out. If it had been a sequel set in L.A., would you have been I would really have been for excited? It, uh, yeah. I would have <laughs> recommending it right now, hands down. Uh, yeah. But watching it tonight, like, it's... Uh, but. It's first of all, it's fun. Like, just if you get past, if if you don't look at the parts that are just like the gory craziness of this movie, like, um, like we said for Peter Jackson, it's tight writing. But um, 
if it feels slow getting up to that point, it's because it's, he's working on the characters in this. And I like these characters. I I, um, I like them. I like the buildup that we get for them that kind of, you know, leads to the payoff of them fighting all the zombies at the end. Oops, sorry. Um, but it's and, – and then we get to the fucking crazy parts at the end and – I'm always one who's going to appreciate practical effects. Mm-hmm. Like that is, if you can just do it right there and we're not CGI, wonderful. I love it. It's uh, and they do so many cool things in this movie. Uh, like we discussed earlier, just the the quick cuts from you know actual people to effects. They pull off wonderfully. There's some just crazy stuff. Like we said, the mother monster at the end. It's just like. They had to look at them and be like, this is obviously ridiculous. But if you're in watching this movie and you're in it, you're just like, yeah, it's ridiculous, but fuck, there's a big mon- mother monster. Like, and she ingests him and spits him back out. And just like, if you're in for this movie, this stuff is incredible. And it's fun to watch. And it's fun to think about the effort that was put into making these things. And like we said, it is magic they're actually they're pulling off magic in front of the camera and i love that um it's funny um i I, it's funny i like the characters the effects i think are great it is the grossest most disgusting thing and i say that in the most positive way i can (laughs) for me to watch a movie like i said a guy eating pudding and i'm just i can't watch the screen like they're doing something right something came together and 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 did it it just did it for me. So it's it's a disgusting movie, but it's enjoyably disgusting. So I mean I recommend Dead Alive. Like I I think it is one of the uh it's one of the all-time classics uh, as far as you know zombies splatter like it's you should see this movie. There's so much to appreciate in it and I think you have to see it. So I definitely recommend it. So uh, Holly and I have talked a lot off mic about how it seems to be if you're more towards our like age spectrum of the freak show that when you growing up, you stumbled across a Peter Jackson movie that you were not old enough to see and you saw it uh, and and it kind of scarred you for life. And for most people, it's either bad taste, meet the feebles or it's dead alive. For me, it's dead alive. I think for you, it's dead yeah. alive as well. Uh, for my boyfriend, it's meet the feebles. For other people, I know it's bad taste. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> 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 I'm like, it's it's weird that like. Um, even though they're different movies, it's still the same shared experience of yeah. like this fucked up Peter Jackson story that like had weird practical effects that you cannot get out of your mind if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think making that kind of impression on anyone through film is an impressive feat. So the fact that he did that and then went on to do Lord of the Rings, like yeah. this guy has accomplished so much in such a short amount of time. It's amazing. And I feel like because we've, we like Lord of the Rings is out of the public consciousness right now that like we don't give him the credit he really deserves a lot of the time. I think we're still watching that lovely bones taste out of our mouth a lot of the time. So we forget, you know, how great he was in the Hobbit too. Yeah. It lingers. (laughs) But this movie, I mean, it's just like, if like evil dead two is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I think that this is like a nice parallel to that movie. Um, it's the same kind of humor and the same kind of wackiness, but it just has a different taste being Peter Jackson versus Sam Raimi. And I, I like how you know i would really like it to actually see this movie be remade um with famous people just because i would like to see how famous people would handle being put in this ridiculous kind of situation if it's exactly the same there, i think so yeah. but if yeah, they if they went at least as this far with like just people 
famous actors like George Clooney getting splattered. That's the thing. I just want to see famous people punished with this movie is what it is. That's what I want to see. I don't actually want to remake. I just want to see famous people forced to be... Now I want to see George Clooney in this movie. Exactly. George Clooney and Penelope Cruz. What about From Dusk Till Dawn? That's... This is it's, gooey. This yeah. movie's George gooey Clooney too. Work in this. It needs to be someone younger. Yeah, I mean probably. Yeah. But like, you look at the guy that was in this movie, and he went on to do like next to nothing after he, this. Yeah, like, he was he was a New Zealand actor, so he did, he sure. was known for like a show um, and shows there. Oh, yeah, a show, yeah, or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's done a little bit, but all in New Zealand. But like he put in, but I like we were talking about like the effort in making this movie just looks exhausting. So oh, to know yeah. that he went through all this oh, and then it, he never got launched into stardom is really sad to think about. Actually, because yeah, he's dedicated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's in every shot of this movie. Like pretty much start to finish, he, he is in every shit. shot. Yeah, yeah. Literal mm-hmm. shit. Maybe at some point, <laughs> maybe, probably. Maybe. Pro- there's a sphincter that is yeah. brought to yeah. life. I'm sure there's literal I feel shit like at if some this point. Was remade. Literal shit would be included. Oh, it oh. would be like you know, in Dogma, that shit monster oh, in God. Dogma. It'd be oh. like that. Um, I don't need that. Anyways, this movie. It, yeah. would, like it really would. Yeah, it would cheapen it. It would cheapen it. You're going for a cheap joke. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need it. And actually, this movie, believe it or not, you might it is actually like higher brow than that. Like yeah. it does not I mean, go for poop joke. One fart. One fart. That's it. That's it. It is so that's quick. As low as it gets. <laughs> but it's it, it's a fart from a sphincter. Like just a sphincter, not not like an ass, like just right, right. a sphincter yeah. and an intestine, which is like a you know physiological feat in itself. I've never seen that in a movie. Yeah, That's exactly, and you probably yeah. never will no, again. No, no, <laughs> not not yeah. since. Yeah. yeah. Um, Before or since. In the uh, in the TV series Flight of the Concords, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, mm-hmm. but there, there's a one of the characters in Flight of the Concords works in tourism for New Zealand, and one of the like he's always come up with these posters to like promote New Zealand, and in one of them he says, "New Zealand, it's more than just Lord of the Rings," and I think that's probably an accurate representation of yeah. New Zealand. Like I think it's just very much like Lord of the Rings tourism, and you come here to see you know mm-hmm. like the Shire and everything. Like I, Peter Jackson does not get enough credit for the things outside of Lord of the Rings. And it's understandable because those are the Citizen Kane of fantasy movies and they're a feat in themselves. But this movie, like, I'm really, I am, not, Colin, now that you say that, I am worried about the drop off of, like, people completely forgetting about this movie. Yeah. Um, because you have to, you have to appreciate these movies because this, if they don't go through, the, this this is what produces, this produces Oscar winners. Yeah. This produces Best Picture winners. Like, you can't look at, A, this movie or even, like, this genre in general because people tend to look down at like the horror genre or even splatter movies mm-hmm. they look low brow as low brow as not stupid not as mm-hmm. artistic as other movies and you can't do that yeah. because this is what spawns these people who will make movies later that you love you can't just ignore look at what they where they came from and ignore it or discount it as i think is has been done and you know, right. can be done. Uh-huh. I don't think you yeah. can do that. So I think you have to look back at stuff like this and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think like we've talked about a bunch in this episode, but like the amount of creativity that went into the, the just the narrative of this movie and how people were killed and how, how like they should have been killed, but yeah, they're still going and they're still <laughs> alive. That's what got me is like every time you thought you saw the last of someone, they'd come back recovering from the trauma. We just saw them go through that should have killed them. Right. But I, I definitely would recommend it. I think it's worth it, but you have to go into it with the open mind of it being a ridiculous over the top comedy if you think it's going to be serious um like the 2013 evil dead just just don't watch it like it's it's not serious like that movie it's very over the top and very comedic but if you like evil dead too this is definitely a nice parallel to that so i would definitely recommend it Mm -hmm. 
Um, just now talking, I realized this is my second New Zealand-based horror comedy I've brought to the show. First was What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yep. Yeah. With vampires. Jemaine Clement, yeah. Yep. And now, and now Dead Alive with zombies. So I feel <laughs> Jemaine like Clement, who is also in, who so. is in Flight of the Concords. Yep. We talked so. about yep. that. We Are Wolves <laughs> it would be the next one. Werewolves. <laughs> Should they ever make it? Yeah, they're, yes. They're, yes. Wor- they're working on... This is what we do in the shadows talk but they're working on a tv show about the cops from oh, that yeah, I heard about and it's that. Yeah, they're yeah. like going to be para- paranormal cops <laughs> which i'm so on board with uh, they need to last i heard there's they're like it's in the works right now there's a table read whatever anyway <laughs> um so i i love zombie movies you guys know this um this was the first of of uh, my fall undead series um I, I feel like we've all already said so much about this movie. I, I feel like there's there's not much else I can say to wrap it up. I love it so much. Um, it's it inspired a lot of a lot of movies. That I don't think people realize. Like I said, Shaun of the Dead was heavily inspired by this movie. Um, I think it's just an amazing compilation of horror and comedy, and it and the tight writing. It, it's just everything works so well. And I think even though the parts of it feel slow. I don't know if it was if it was um, deliberate, but I feel like it almost was kind of deliberate. Just so at the end, you're just bombarded with the gore. It's just so unexpected, and I think if, like I knew it was coming, so it, it felt slower to me just because I'm waiting for it to happen. Um, but I think I think it works as a build up. I definitely think it just it flows well enough that you don't lose interest in it. Um, the practical effects are literally magical like colin said it's so enjoyable you're not you're not gonna see a movie like this it's so it's so special it's it's very one of a kind and i'm i was so impressed that when i found out that it was peter jackson when i first saw it i I had no idea that he was capable of this kind of movie um i would love to see him tap into this this passion again i i think he could be an incredible director but we've we've lost something in the past years um but i i feel like everyone should see this movie it's so classic it's hilarious it's disgusting like sean said it is the grossest movie i've ever seen but in a wonderful way it made me a little Um, nauseous at some points honestly it really did it's so the pudding scene i had to look away from it's so i'll never look at pudding the same way again yeah uh, but yeah, I, I think if you are a horror aficionado, if you haven't already seen this, you are wasting time with every other movie. You need to watch this first. Just get to it. It'll it'll change how you see zombie movies. It's spectacular, and I love it, and I recommend it to everyone. Dead Alive. All right. So that's Dead Alive on the Saturday Night Freak Show. That means that uh, we're going to find out what we're watching next week. So, Michaela. <laughs> you know, guys, it's about to be a full moon, so we're gonna watch Dog Soldiers next week. Dun, dun, dun. Dog Soldiers. Dog Soldiers. Did they oh. remake this movie? <laughs> did, did they remake it? No, it's it's yeah. from 2002. One? One? It's 15 oh, yeah, years old. <laughs> did, yeah, it's the new one from 15 years, years ago. <laughs> oh Jesus! So you haven't yeah. seen it? Oh, yeah. my God. That's what you're no. no, no. Okay. Like, directed by one? Neil. Directed by Neil Marshall. So. Oh, all right. Yeah, he's got some horror chaps. Okay. Sean's going Neil Marshall. Sean, I know no, Neil Sean's Morgan. going. I I, Sean's going. I hate werewolf movies. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is going to be awful. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out next we'll week see. on the Saturday Night Freak Show. We hope you'll join us. 
And until then, we're going to go pay some bills, so the basement is going dark.